and welcome to Mouse Cat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Lauren, Sharpie, and Steve. Hey, Lisa. Wow, that was loud. Mm-hmm. Hi. <laughs> Hiya. <laughs> Hiya. Bringing up the energy. Wow. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. How's it going? It's going all right. Not too bad. Not too bad. A little sleepy. You know, I think I commented on a show, like last show or two shows ago, that, you know, we haven't been sleepy, and we're all like pumped and ready to go mm. i think all of us are yawning all, tonight yeah we're all done tonight I'm a little tired yeah i'm stop it we have good news we have good disney news we do have good D- disney news okay sorry i was yawning mm. <laughs> just saying it made me want to yawn Yikes. All, right. all right so we're gonna start off with uh telling you a little bit about a sneak peek into disney's magic kingdom 50th anniversary yeah and this mine is, and Lisa's birthday. Yes, which is even happy birthday. It is equally you. important. Wow. Yes. It's yeah. so nice of Disney World to throw a party for us this year, Lisa, isn't it? I think it's pretty sweet. I mean, they're going all out this year for they you. Really, I thought I think it's really nice of them. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's not unjustified, I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> so they they did an announcement. So this year, 2021, Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary, October 1st. Is 50 years for Walt Disney World. Um, so they're announcing a little bit of kind of sneak peeks on some things. The Beacons of Magic is what they're calling it. So they're celebrating uh, the four theme parks over at Walt Disney World by transforming them into quote unquote beacons of magic. So what that means is the castle over at the Magic Kingdom, uh, Spaceship Earth, the golf ball over at Epcot, the Disney Hollywood Studios it never seems to ever have a real icon, but now it evidently is the Hollywood Tower of Terror, I think is the, the icon for that park. That makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of gone back and forth from the water tower to the hat to the theater to the, I guess they couldn't never really use the theater because of copyright, and now it's the Tower of Terror. And then uh, Animal Kingdom, the Tree of Life. So we've seen something similar to this on a lot of these already where they do the projections. But in addition to this, they're, um, they're calling them iridescence. E A R. They must've got that from Sharpie. <laughs> That's creative. There you go. Sharpie. Yeah. You have to say it ear. Iridescence. Yes. So there'll be glimmery, shiny things that happen on all of these icons for the parks. Um, I have seen that the ball over at Epcot that they've actually installed LED lights uh, on those panels. So in addition to like a projection type thing, I think there's things like that are probably actually installed. Uh, I wonder if something will happen with that with Harmonious when that comes. I bet. I bet it will. So and then this is uh, they said that the 50th celebration will be for 18 months, one eight. So 18 months and the Epcot. Uh, kind of spaceship Earth thing will actually extend past that. So I think that's where you're saying probably with Harmonious is probably part of that show. And, and it'll be cool when you leave the park and it's all twinkly and has oh, that yeah. kind of cool feeling and some music going on. Did you guys see the the color schemes and the like the outfits the characters have on for the 50th? Really oh, yeah. I did. I yes. love that. It's quite fitting for the 50th. I love it. I'm going to own a lot of stuff with that. <laughs> you know what I think they should do for the 50th? What? I think they should charge 1971 pricing. 
Wow, this is a good idea. I love that. See, you should be their marketing guru. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Even if it's not, um, you know, admission, that would be a little crazy in this day and age, especially after last year and Just the pandemic. on yes. October 1st in the Magic Kingdom. See, that would be a gimmick. But I was thinking or they should do, even having some kind of item like a yes, cupcake. Yes, that's what I was thinking. You know, a 1971 what? cupcake At the, Or like a popcorn. Yeah. Oh, popcorn. Yeah, like if they that's had popcorn at the original price, because it's cheap. It's so cheap they can do it, that. Yeah, and, and it comes in the original cute papery whatever it was back then, you know. And it just, and it's kind of a nod to you get this and you still pay something for it that covers their cost, but it's the. Right. Yeah, but so, it's uh, only on that day. Yeah, that or would be awesome. Or maybe they could do it the whole time. Who uh, knows? But that would make that would be super cool. That was this, see, we took your idea and we actually made it work, Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> I need people like that in my everyday life. I need people to take my ideas and make them work. You just call us. <laughs> I think that would be cool. But yeah, so we're gonna actually go. I think. I think we're going. Right? Are we going for we're the fiftieth? Yeah. Well, all of us. Lauren, I've, I've, we'll talk. I, I think we're going. What does that what? mean? It means I don't even find that remotely acceptable. It's a long story. Oh well, you got to tell me because I don't even know. <laughs> Sorry. I thought we were going. Yeah. I booked an agent rate. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to room with Lauren. We'll, oh, we'll do it. What happened? We'll talk. Oh, did you mess up our book? Our room. I oh. may have. Oh. You are your own worst enemy. And my own worst travel agent. Really? Yeah. I thought you were under control. You told me you talked to Carrie. I know. I. I can we move on? Wow. No. So, Lisa, anyways, we need to have an intervention. Yes. So if so, so you've got eighteen months to go. If you want to go, what October, November, December, definitely contact Sharpie or Lauren. Some of those days and nights, I, I feel like, are going to be harder to get. Um, and they can give you the inside scoop of how to get a park and which hotels and what's happening. And just like everything with, with COVID now, uh, we're hopefully seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, I think uh, park uh, attendance levels will go up. Right now they're at 35%, but those will probably go up. So maybe some more availability open. Things are, will still be constantly well, I changing. I don't think that's the attendance level. Ah. I think that's the max crowd. The max, level. the max crowd level is thirty five percent. Yes. So, um, hopefully those will go up as well. So that's a little bit on the fiftieth. All right. They're not giving us too much just yet, so we'll have to keep you posted, and we'll keep an eye out for new. Yeah, um, we know new rides, attractions, things like that will be coming. Yeah, that'll be exciting during the whole celebration as well. Super excited to see what happens with. Uh, Remy. Guardians, Remy, yeah. Tron. Well, and I actually got to walk back there a little bit when I was there last week. Mm. And uh, it looks really good back there. Like you can walk back there. The bathrooms are open back there. Um, but it's gated off where you would walk over towards the ride. But uh, The bathrooms I, just I, have a hole in the floor. It's more authentic. <laughs> it's more authentic. But yeah, so I, I think that, I don't know. I feel like that's coming sooner rather than later. I feel like springish. Yeah, I think. Well, all that's ready. They're just waiting for. I think they want to get the. I think they're also trying to figure out how to open it with the crowds. Yeah. Well, don't forget when they had Rise, it it from the outside Rise looked done forever. 
and you know they had to do all the stuff inside so don't let the exterior fool you well people have seen the inside though that's true yeah, I think it's... As soon as I, I said that, I'm done. like, yeah, social yeah. media. I think it's I done, but they don't want to open it when they can only have low crowd level attendance. Yeah, so they're going to wait. I don't think it'll open spring break time. Yeah. They're gonna... crowds. Well, what was the scheduled open date? Isn't it like October? Well, all that's changed since... I know, everything. This whole year. So, but it's definitely, it definitely has a banner flying in front of it that is opening this year, 2021. Yeah, it says coming 2021. So. All right. So, Lauren, can you tell us a little bit about Harmonious? So, nothing major, but when I was there, um, we had a beautiful standard view at Riviera. And in my opinion, the standard view is probably the better view if you get (laughs) the tower on the left-hand side, um, because we had a beautiful view of Epcot from there and like I could sit in my bed and stare at Spaceship Earth from my bed it was amazing so um one night we were all kind of actually going to sleep relatively early it was like midnight and all of a sudden uh Jess comes in and she's like oh my god oh my god come look come look and we all went outside on the balcony and all of the um the torches were lit around the countries and they had different colors going on top of uh, the different lands within the countries. So it would be blue or red or green or different colors would kind of go on and off. And then you kind of saw like sparkly things happening. So they were Ooh. definitely testing it. I like sparkly things. I love sparkly <laughs> things. And Especially then- at Disney. I know. And then the next night we were, we had, we had checked out and headed over to Universal, but the next night we saw that they actually had lit off fireworks. So I'm, I'm a little optimistic and Epcot to me makes sense for the first park we see fireworks back in. Okay. I'm a little optimistic. Could be good. And then we also heard rumors that they were testing uh, Fantasmic. I didn't see that though, so I I can't attest to that one way or the other. But there were reports on that. But it makes a lot of sense that Fantasmic would be the first show to reopen. Well, the thing about Fantasmic is is you can socially distance. Yep. And number two, you can have everybody enter one way and exit one way. Yep. So I mm. I agree with that. I think that and Epcot makes sense because Epcot it's such a big area that you can definitely have spacing there. I just don't know how they would control that big of an area. Like, I think they can definitely control Fantasmic. Yeah, because you like all of your entrances can be entrances and all of your exits can be exits. Right. So, yeah. And and one way each way. Yep. And you can mark out along the, uh, the amphitheater seating for social distancing and stagger Stagger crowds and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. And the number of people allowed in the area. I like. You can serve them enough wine to make them stagger. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, um, I like, um, and the only reference that I really have is having been at Universal, the Born Stuntacular. They they tell you how to sit uh, and where to sit, and they skip rows. So you're 
there's an empty row between you and the people in front of you. And then they stagger seating so that there are three seats in between each party. So I think if they did have cast members that did the seating instead of allowing um, a free for all, right, instead of a free for all and organized seating uh, scheme, I think that that would work. And, you know, you're given a seat and you take it. Definitely. That'll work. Well, and look at Universal. Universal's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying with the Born Spectacular. Yeah. No, no. They're doing it with their nighttime show. Oh, yeah, they are. On select nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people are very compliant. So that's yeah. good. Like, there's definitely a way to do it. Yeah. They can do it. It'll work. All right. So let's see. Well, while we're with Lauren, do you want to go ahead and tell us about your um, Hollywood and, and Vine? news sure so another uh meal is coming back and uh little by little we're getting there so disney hollywood studios has been serving uh lunch and dinner with the the minion friends and now they're bringing back breakfast starting march 22nd the um hollywood and vine character breakfast is coming back so you're going to get your uh, Vampirina and, and uh, Racer Goofy and, and those characters will be back for, for breakfast only for the Disney Junior Breakfast. And that's going to be starting March 22nd. We can actually start to book that on February 26th. So uh, the date probably has already passed, but you can book it now. And they're going to do it a la carte. So it's not going to be a buffet, which I love that it's not going to be a buffet. And they're going to have French toast with chocolate hazelnut spread, pancakes, um, what else? Uh, toasted open-faced salmon bagel, four-egg scramble, four-egg cheese omelet, plant-based egg frittata. So they're going to have different options. It's going to be an a la carte breakfast that you can order off the menu. And they're going to start with a shareable pastry basket. So there I'm is. excited. Another so meal coming back. Like what they do over at uh, Be Our Guest. Yeah, and even at Trattoria Al Forno, that's what they've always been doing. Yeah. I like those shareable. Ow. I just got zapped by the microphone. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Was not... it on the lip? Yeah. Well, that's well, something. I, w- I would hope so. Um, <laughs> what well, could have been those? It could have been. Um, I was just going to say the muffin basket sounds good. You know, the, the, the breads and the treats and I got zapped for it. So maybe I need to stay away from the carbs. <laughs> maybe the that's a sign, Lisa. Yeah, that hurt. Okay. Um, all right. So Hollywood and Vine. Yay. Uh, Sharpie, why don't you jump in next? We're going to go out of this world. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Where are we going, Sharpie? Oh, uh, give me some space. Give me some space. Oh, boy. I'll get to it. Uh, a fan favorite, the one, the only, Joe Rohde, uh has his retirement gig in place now. Uh, he retired back in November of 2020. Um, so it's been less than two months since he actually retired, technically. Um Kind of left everyone wondering what happened there. Did he really retire? Was he forced out? There are a lot of questions surrounding his departure because Joe Rohde is in every way, shape or form. A absolute fixture in all of Disney's. Yeah, he is. 
I don't, I don't know if he's actually been inducted as a Disney legend yet. I would have to do some research on that. If there are any of our, if any of our, oh, I'm sure he will be. I mean, that that's, that's when that question, but I don't know. I don't know if you have to like have left the company to do that or what, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he was with, he was with Disney for, for over 40 years. So he was with Walt Disney Imagineering. He led the entire development of Disney's animal kingdom theme park, including the addition of Pandora. Uh, but he is now on board. Get ready for this with Virgin Galactic. He is their very first experience architect. Uh, and he's joining a former Disney Imagineering co-worker of his, uh, Amy Jupiter. Um, Amy had worked on, uh, Pandora with Joe, as well as Pirates of the Caribbean. Is it Caribbean, Caribbean, however you say Depends it. Depends on my Disneyland. mood. Yeah. Uh, however you say that. Yeah, and, uh, and he's not making up her name either. Just pointing nope, that out. Nope, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we have the Caribbean Beach Resort, but we have Pirates of the Caribbean. So I don't know how that, I don't know how that all works out. But anyway, I digress. Um, it's, it's exciting to see Joe in this role, in this role, um, because like everything that Joe does has Joe's fingerprint on it. Uh, I mean, he, he, he really is the consummate experience designer. Uh, whenever you think about how he approaches, uh, everything from fit to finish to, the, the 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 literally the feel in your hand the textures how everything looks um i think i i think virgin galactic has 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 really knocked it out of the park and will will really have mm-hmm. uh, a stellar experience because of his involvement with the project so and i wonder will he be one of the first people for that virgin galactic launches into outer space as a test flight i wonder that would be interesting. Yeah, that would be Joe Rody. I feel like space. <laughs> I, I still don't understand why he is not with Disney anymore. Because I feel like even though it's a slow time, that there's so many things that you we you, don't know. We can't speculate. It's just I, I feel sorry yeah, that I mean, there's he, there's a lot of fan speculation yeah. that he he really was. I don't want to say forced out, but I think he was shown the door in terms of. The company is going to be struggling. You are not necessarily going to be working on any big projects mm. anytime soon. Now is a good time to retire. I mean, you've been with us for 40 years. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I'm, like, great... I'm, I'm kind of at, at the same time that like, yeah, he's a legend and, and you yeah. hate to see change with Disney leadership. Yeah. Um, I think there are a lot bigger things going on in the world. And I think he, I, I personally think that, he saw this as an opportunity yeah. to be part of something really incredible. Well, yeah, I feel like Disney you know, lost a great resource. I mean, I mean, I don't know what it was to keep him around, but but you know, you get Universal or any or this Virgin Galactic, and then they own a cruise line, right? I mean, so if yep. they have a if they want a rethemed if if the way they've got their cruise line set up isn't working for the first few years, they got four ships any day. Um, you know, he's got experience there. I mean, what a great person to pick up. So we'll see. 
Steve, do you remember that time last year that we mm-hmm. were supposed to be oh, boarding a virgin, <laughs> a virgin cruise ship? We were. We were supposed to be on it. It was going out of New York. Exactly. I know. You can, um, if you take their training, you can, uh, you can get a, a cruise on there. So. They actually, yeah, they actually look like they're doing a good job with what their their plans are. Yeah, it looks like it's it looks like it should be pretty good. I'm hoping, hopefully, they'll sell in 2021. All right, let's see. Oh, I guess we're moving on to me. All we'll right. bring it back down to earth, Lisa. Thank you. Ooh. All right, but we're gonna land over in California this time. Let me switch gears, and I'm gonna talk about a touch of Disney. And this is over at Disney's California Adventure. It um, is going to start March 18th. Uh, if you, it, it's a ticketed event. So essentially, they're letting people go into Disney's California Adventure Park. And there's going to be food opportunities, shopping, uh, of course, Disney pixie dust everywhere. But uh, it's, it is a ticketed event, so to speak. It is $75 per person. And tickets will go on sale on March 4th. So you can start buying. You cannot buy them at the park. You have to buy them online. But they're going to have a lot of food booths. And so they're going to serve a lot of our our favorites, whether it's, uh, you know, the snacks that we're used to getting, the pretzels and uh, the churros. You know, I had to throw that in there. Um, But they're also doing. Yeah. Yeah. I love those. And they're also doing. Favorites. Cinnamon anything. I'm I'm sold. And they're doing some of the the favorites. They're doing the Dole Whips and one of Steve's favorites. I told him this. He's like drooling already. The Monte Cristo sandwich. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But it, it's like they're doing small sample size or snack size, I should say. So it's not going to be the full lunch or dinner version of it. And it really looks good. It looks incredible in the picture with the the blackberry uh, dipping jam. It's good. But they're also going to have um, lots of other booths and places to get your snacks, some drinks. Uh, Let's see. Other restaurants are going to be open as well. You're going to have the ability to go shopping as well. So you're going to have retail locations all the good stuff that we love and miss. Uh, you guys, because California has been closed so long, it'll be interesting. I, I would imagine it's going to be very successful because so much new merchandise has come out in that time that it's all going to look new to everyone. So you'll get your your headbands and your, your T-shirts and your souvenirs. Those will all be available. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then they're going to have Bing Bong's sweet stuff over on Pixar Pier. I love Bing Bong. So he's going to be open. (laughs) And they're going to do some some pretty cool themed candy apples. So I like that. They do so many cool things with the candy apples and and decorating and theming them. I love it. We're also going to have characters. We're going to have character, uh, air quote, meet and greets. Photo ops. I guess I should call it a photo op. You're going to see Lightning McQueen and Mater. You're going to see 
uh, joy and sadness over at Pixar Pier. So meet and greets. Yay. What else are we doing? Um, oh, so the $75 admission. It obviously gets you into the park. It includes your parking for the experience. You're going to have um, a photo pass to use as well. Unlimited downloads. So there is value for what you're doing. Plus, they give you a $25 dining card to use at those food booths. So not too bad. Not too bad. You can, of course, get more dining cards because there's lots of food to be had. But like I so said, essentially, you're paying, what, $50 for entry and then you get $25 back for food? Well, right. No, not I, you. You get free parking, which is something. And you get the photo pass. So I guess your fifty dollars is is getting you the admission, the photo pass, and the parking. I mean, it's really not that. Not, I don't think that's a uh, for for a Disney event. I don't think that's a bad deal at all. No, it, me it, neither. It's not horrible. No, and honestly, it's like you got to throw Disney a bone. And it's the only thing happening in California in the last year. Yeah, they're gonna sell. <laughs> I mean, there's like you can stay at home, or uh, or evidently go to this. Yeah. So um, you can always check with the travel agent. They can get the tickets for you or you can go to Disneyland.com. And like I said, that'll start. uh, The ticket sales will begin on March 4th. And then the days of uh, the event are going to be March 18th uh, through the beginning of April, April 5th. We'll see. I'll I'll keep my eye on this because I think it'll be good. We'll get some more updates on the food that they're serving and, and what people think. But you know what else is cool? You still have to pay admission to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the um, A Touch of Disney $75 admission. But they're also going to open up Carthay Circle for dining, um, the Al Fresco dining, and Lamplight Lounge over at Pixar Pier. Well, that's, both of those are nice. Yeah. So you're going to have that, and that's going to start March 3rd. So not immediately, but you would pay separately. These these two restaurants would be in addition to your seventy five dollar admission fee. You do need um, a valid ticket the day you want to go to that reservation or that that uh, restaurant, and they suggest that you get a reservation, but you don't have to. Hmm. So I think that's kind of fun. I like that they're doing something. It's it's like a baby step. Yeah, they're starting to th- hopefully open things up. This gets restaurants and snacks and some of it open, and then hopefully. Hopefully later things will open up in California 100% and attractions and Disneyland Park itself could open. And uh, I think it's coming. It's, it seems like from everything happening in California that this is the way it's going, which is nice to see finally. Well, Steve, you got an email. Oh, I did from, uh, d- from, uh, DVC. from DVC about... Uh, DVC Dis- is Disney Vacation Club. About the uh, California Adventure, or not California Adventure, the... Uh, I always get the mixed up. Grand the Grand California. Californian, which is the beautiful hotel over at Downtown Disney. Uh, so yeah, we got that they're opening January, February, March, May, April, May second, May second. So the email said, "Dear member, today I'm pleased to share that the villas at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa are currently scheduled to reopen on May second, 2021. Our cast members on the West Coast are excited to make." their magic once again and welcome home members with enhanced health and blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, we got the official letter and 
Is this a step in the right direction? Yeah, hopefully. Does it mean that the whole thing is going to open? No. Um, please keep in mind, this is a, a timeshare. DVC is a timeshare. And so it, it, they're only speaking to the timeshare aspect of the, the resort or hotel. So we just have to wait and see. Then I saw pictures on a on a social media site of some horses on Main Street at Disneyland in California, which kind of gives you hope because you're thinking like, why are the why are they bringing the horses back? So, I think there's so little yeah, there's little signs that uh, things are going to finally be better in California. So, how much advance excited. notice do you think they're going to give before opening up the parks in as, California? As much as they can. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Well, do you think they're going to say like, okay, next week we're opening or is it going to be next month or in two months? What do you think they're going to do? Well, World gave six weeks, right? Yeah, just about. about And and during that time, they implemented the the park reservation system, which the good thing is Disney World has already perfected that. So Mm -hmm. that's not going to be be a delay. No. And you have to think too, like they're going to, so I think grand californians the first step and then like we'll see other things open i think before you'll officially see the parks open yeah the disneyland hotel and they'll probably open one park one day and the other park a couple days later Mm -hmm. yeah taking the cues from walt disney world and they've got you know they've got a year worth of they've got to hire everybody back see if people are still around they've got to order all the food test all the ride i don't know they've got a lot to do yeah but um yeah, I could see Grand California, then Disneyland Hotel, and then uh, I can't think of the name of the other one. And they may not open the a lot. Thing. Like they may just open, maybe they'll open Paradise Pier. Yeah. So you have two options, a lower end option. and Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we shall but, see. But I think it's coming. I think it's coming too. Yes. I think it's not coming till late spring, but I think it's coming. I think it'll be open for summer. Yeah, Me hopefully. too. Yeah, they've been teasing the Marvel I stuff hope too. So. Yeah. For their sake and for the sake of Disney fans everywhere. <laughs> and yep. honestly, my sake. You know they're thinking about me. Mm. Well, they should, because guess what? Guess who's gonna be on a plane? <laughs> should should we get a a ticket for two? Yes. The last time I was there, I was with you. I think I have to go back with you. Yeah. We're like doing everything together. I know. It's a good thing. I like that. Except for this last week. I know you blew us off. I couldn't. Couldn't go. So last week, Lauren, you got to go to Disney and you, you dipped your toes in the Universal Waters as well. Yep. Um, and the week prior, I got to go to Universal. So yep. um, what I wanted to talk to that isn't, you know, something you guys have all heard 20 times is this was my first time seeing Mardi Gras. And me too. It was I I ended up going on the opening day. And so it was a bit crowded because they had a lot of um media, social media coverage, but I still had a great time. The the floats are stationary. So you know the floats that they usually have in a parade? They're stationary. And scattered throughout the park. Yeah, they're scattered. I think there's nine floats in total. And they have, I thought you meant like they were like nice, fancy paper that you use for mail, but I understand what you mean now. Thank oh my you. goodness. Thank you. 
And we should mention that this is in the Universal Orlando side. Yes. Universal Studio side. Yes. It's not in both parks. So they've got some really cool uh what do you what do you call them? They're not streetmosphere. They're they're team members. They're sh- Can I call no, them? No, I'd say streetmosphere. Okay. So you've got some streetmosphere people that are addressing the park. They've got the the crazy Mardi Gras green and purple and costumes and stilts and you know flashy and feathers just really cool and so these people are coming out they kind of take their shifts they go onto the floats and normally they'd be throwing beads to the people that are watching the parade well they're still throwing some beads which is nice so you go up I got beads yep and all you have to do is <laughs> dance a little and and shake your booty and they, they do make you dance though they do you have to dance so you do that and you get your beads and you collect them throughout the day. And it's fun. It's the whole spirit of Mardi Gras there. You, I love the stilt walkers. They had a lot of people walking the stilts and just being fun. Uh, I've got some pictures that I need to put out still. I'm a little behind. But I really enjoyed that. Lauren, why don't you talk a little bit about food and then we'll wrap up by talking about the tribute store. Okay. Um, so I walked around, I, I looked at all the different, um, floats and, and the different food kiosks. Um, we tried, what did we try? We tried the, um, empanadas from Puerto Rico and they were amazing, like legit amazing. (laughs) Um, so that was the only thing I actually did eat, um, because we had, we, we were really wanting leaky cauldron. So we went to leaky cauldron for lunch and I wasn't hungry after that. So, but we walked around, we looked at all the boots. We looked at, I love the one thing I love that they do. They did on this. I don't know if they normally do it, but their use of that lawn in front of, um, rocket Mm -hmm. is a great use of space. They had a bunch of different stands in there and they had tables set up. Um, I I thought it was just a great use of space. Very good. So, but it was good. It was fun. I thought it was very upbeat. Um, I I think it was just, it's, it's a great, great experience. I'm looking forward to going back again next year. I thought it it was so fun. And then we ended up going back because like I said, we did get there at opening and there was, it was crowded. It was, as far as I'm concerned, with all the extra social media people, it it was crowded. And and then we got to go back um, and, and frolic in that park on Monday. Oh, it was so nice. We got to goof off and skip. You remember um, we were there at Christmas time and I've got that video of you just like doing- Dancing your, in the street. Yeah, Christmas drive. It was like mm-hmm. that, but- Still half as crowded. Uh, Love that. Yeah. And we got there nice and early. And our goal was to get in the first uh, born stuntacular, which we did. Uh, But it was it was so lovely. If you if you can get there and go in during the week instead of a weekend, because it is a locals type of park. um, You're going to be much happier going in during the week because, you know, simply due to the crowds. 
Well, and we should also mention that Mardi Gras has a tasting lanyard. Yeah, explain that. I think it's a pretty good value. So you can sample 10 items um, for $55 plus tax. If you're a pass holder, you can actually do an exclusive one that gives you 15 items for $65 plus tax. And it includes all 13 countries. It does not include the tribute store. So that should be noted, but you just, you pre-purchase it and then you can purchase 10 items at the different stands. It's a really good value. And did you see that they have a uh, Bloody Mary stand? Did you see that one, Lise? Where was that? That was on the lawn. Okay, I didn't see that one, no. Um, It was kind of tucked in the back. But they have a Bloody Mary stand. They have all different kinds of Bloody Marys. And this one just looks like it's got everything in it. It's got, it's a meal in a Bloody Mary. (laughs) It was the the coolest thing I've ever seen. That's okay. Um, So... So and what's what what's the price again on that? So the land the tasting lanyard, if you're not an annual pass holder, is ten items for fifty-five dollars plus tax. Now, does that you, does that mean that you can you have to get one from each booth? Or is that you can get ten at one booth? What does that mean? Any it doesn't rules? say. I don't think there are any rules on this. I I would definitely Which I mean, if, I, I don't if think that's it. your intent, I would definitely check on that. Yeah. <laughs> It just says 10 items. It, it, even in the terms and conditions, it doesn't specify. Yeah. I, I don't think they're, they're, they would really have much of a way to control that even. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're credits. paying for it up front. I, I guess it doesn't matter probably. And I mean, if you have a favorite item, I mean, it's a great way to save money on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> wonder if you have to use all of your credits in Sorry. one visit. So if you're a. I bet you, you don't. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you're an annual pass holder. That that would give you, yeah, plenty several, of several visits with, yeah. <laughs> so, so, well, I mean, it would give you several visits for for the one purchase. Right, right, yeah. You oh, yeah, could probably good. do five items a time or something, mm-hmm. you know. Or you could set up your own booth in front of the other booth and undercut them in price. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, sometimes right. I'm like, what? What is he even thinking? I don't know. Uh, and he says it, so we know. That's right. Right, right, right. I wonder what's in Steve's mind. I bet he's going to say it in a minute. That's right. Um, and then he says these things, and it's like, where did you even come up with that, Steve? It's like, come on. Who knows? And we mm-hmm. should also mention that Mardi Gras runs until March 28th. So if you're looking to go, you got a whole month to go. So before we jump in on the tribute store, did you do any of the crew crawl? The what? The crew crawl. I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, it's like the Christmas trees when you you went to each, you tried to find all the Christmas trees. Well, they've got one for the Mardi Gras crew crawl. Oh, you know me. I'm terrible with that stuff. Yeah, they've got them at different attractions and different rides, um, different stores, and it's kind of a, a hunt. Is it like a scavenger hunt? It's a scavenger hunt. Yeah. And you just, is it a free scavenger hunt or is it something you pay for a map and you get something at the end or you don't know? Uh, You get a map. There are 12 Uh, different stops. Okay. And I don't know. You get them stamped. You have to have them checked off. Um, And then you go over to the silver screen collectibles, which is in the Hollywood portion. And you can turn in your completed pamphlet to redeem 
Let me find out what you get. Or maybe that's part of the surprise. Probably beads. I think you get one of these funky necklaces. Um, one of the the pumped up Mardi Gras beads. So. Now, you also have, while you're looking up that, City Walk, but I don't think, did either of you guys get over it? They have Pat, o, is it Pat O'Brien's? The, yeah, the, the piano yeah. bar. Or the, the Mardi Gras, or the um, New Orleans. Legendary. Yeah, restaurant with the hurricane drinks and the. I love a good hurricane. That's like the perfect place to go if you can't get over to New Orleans. I don't even know if, if New Orleans or New Orleans is uh Nolans, is, is is it happening this year? I think nope, or do no they Mardi Gras this year? Yeah, they, so you got to go to Universal Studios. But one really cool thing is for Mardi Gras in New Orleans this year, they did people decorated their houses. I saw that. Oh, that's cool. And that was that was kind of and so so people could roam around town and look at the different decorated houses and some of them really really went completely all out. It was amazing. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Well, it was kind of cool because I was at Universal going through this Mardi Gras thing with Kelsey, who is from New Orleans, and she was telling us all about that. And it was kind of fun doing this with her, you know, having that whole connection. But yes, Steve, when you're done and you do the crawl to all 12 uh -huh. locations, you're going to get this Mac Daddy pimped out wow. um, bead necklace with the mask, Mardi Gras mask. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. So let's head to the tribute store. Tribute store, as a lot of you know, um, is a store that changes its face with the holidays or with the, the seasons. Whatever they want to do, they do it. And it's located in Universal Studios uh, and it's just to the left of the Mummy Ride. And it's between um, Jimmy Fallon and the Mummy Ride. And it's just so well themed and they do all this cool stuff. And it's, it's like three rooms of shopping and decorations and food. Did you go in Lauren? I did. It, I it, did. It took you back to the swamps, didn't it? Especially the second room. A little bit. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first room was filled with masks and ornaments and uh, just very ornate. Really. It's mostly masks, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then you go into the second room, which is very swampy, graveyardy, swampy, tombstoney. Um, and that was pretty neat as well. And the third room was kind of by you. Still swampy. By me? It was by you. Oh, yes. well, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't even know that. <laughs> but this is where you can get <laughs> some of the, oh um, the snacks. They've got a shipwreck wreck in there. The decorating, the, I mean, it's, it's very, um, I hate to keep saying it, it's very Bayou um, down at the docks. And I did get a king cake. And it wasn't really Ooh. a cake. It was, that was the only thing I got. Oh, was that the colorful one? Mm -hmm. Oh, how was that? It was actually pretty good. And so here, the only king cakes were in Atlanta. And the only king cakes that we really have come from Publix, which is our grocery store. Um, and the ones at Publix are very, uh, coffee cake, sweet rollish. Mm -hmm. And the one that I got at the tribute store was more, it was heavier. It was more bready and it still had a, you know, a hint of, um, it was sweet bread and it's got all the frosting and the sugar on top. So that's good. 
but it was different to me, different than what I expected. Huh. But it was still good. And oh my gosh, all the sugar on top. <laughs> it was crazy. It was insane. Um, back at Halloween, they did the gummy bears. They did the hearts that, um, that like pump, they, they beat. Remember those? They have this yeah. display. Yeah. And then at Christmas, they did the light up Christmas lights, the, the bulbs. Uh-huh. Yep. This year they have, well, for this season, I should say, for Mardi Gras, they have skulls that like drop their jaw. So they're going, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, they look like they're singing. Yeah, all in unison. Well, cool. Yeah, they were wild. I we videoed it. I, I I'll post it. It was neat. I love. I mean, the store in itself is an attraction. Um, I think I waited in that line just as long as any other. Uh, we waited about thirty minutes to get in. Oh really? wow! Mm-hmm. We walked right in. Oh no, we. Well, I was also there we opening day. Opening day. Yeah, so I was there with all the bloggers that were trying to write about the king cakes. So, but they have lots of different snacks, um, some beverages. They had Bayou Bites. Um, so they had some andouille sausage, something or others wrapped up in something like bready dough. Uh, I love your, your, you're just so descriptive, Lisa. I'm here for you. Something, right. something or other, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't have my pictures to reference right in front of me, but they, they look good. They had lots of hot sauce. They had this one. Um, it was like a, like a food booth, but it was closed. So it became more of a display, uh, just decoration. And it said it was either surprise gumbo or meat gumbo or something gumbo, um, gumbo of the day. I don't know. It was very vague. And then you saw these animals hanging out. It was kind of gross, but funny. It was good. Steve, you would have liked the whole thing. I haven't been. The tribute story, yeah, definitely. It's it's an attraction within itself. Uh, really cool during Halloween Horror Nights. And uh, yeah, they've spread that theme out through all different holidays. So if you want unique, really cool merchandise, they've always got some awesome stuff in there. Yeah. And they have lots of characters. I mean, they're they're Marty, Marty Gras characters. So they're spread out as well for photo ops. And of course, they're distanced. And so you get your pictures and it was honest to goodness. It was a good time. It made me happy. Me too. Yeah. Just being there made me happy. Yeah. We've you and Lauren, have, especially Sharpie's been too, but you guys have been to uh, Universal and Disney World many, many, many times in 2020 and now 2021. So if anyone has questions. Yeah. And we love talking about it. So. Ask away. It's so much fun. Definitely. Is that it for news or do we have anything else? That's kind of it. Um, that's it. Anything else from your trip that you wanted to recap? Mm, the only other thing was that we did Kona. Oh. Okay. And uh, Well, explain. You can't just say Kona. So we were at um, Disney World and we went over to Kona Cafe at Polynesian Resort and... Really, we went there for dinner, but our main purpose was to get bread pudding for dessert because we had heard the rumor that uh, the Ohana bread pudding was being served at Kona 
and it is limited. So it's whatever they sell out of it, they sell out of it. But we got lucky and we were able to get bread pudding and it was amazing. Well, that sounds yummy. They so, really do have good bread pudding. They have amazing bread pudding and they did not disappoint. Mm. <laughs> I need a recipe for that. I need to do that mm. because it's just, it's fabulous. It's, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Get some of that Kona coffee. Some bread pudding. Dull Whip. Oh, my gosh. We're talking about yeah. food again. That would you be had so dinner. good. You ate. That would be so good. Lisa's like, I <laughs> fed you tonight. Yes. I know. <laughs> and don't even say you didn't. Hey, so next week we're going to do uh, food and wine, I think. No. Epcot. Is that right? What? Oh, it's flower and garden. <laughs> Man, we got to be, be all excited about food. He's so wonderful. Well, I love Flower and Garden too. So next week, oh, we're doing the food menu for Flower and Garden. That's what it is. Flower and Garden next weekend. Oh, and then you're going to go too, of course. I can't believe you're going again next weekend. I can't believe I'm going again either. <laughs> well, you'll, you you'll have be, no shame. You'll You're be excited like, okay. by then. No, I really don't. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited because I get to see my babies. That's good. You know, my my almost twenty year old babies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that does it for this week. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy our shows, we're not doing that anymore. You can find us anywhere. Go find a podcast. We're there. Okay. Got to stop saying that. And if you have comments or questions for us, you can write to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.